hey guys, just jumping in here really quickly before we dive into the podcast to let you know that the OT Lifestyle Movement is hosting its first ever in-person event in November this year. Now, I'm going to be sharing more details as the weeks go on because it's a little while away now, but I wanted to let you know this is going to be a space where personal and professional development collide. This is going to be a space where we actually practice what we preach quite literally like we are going to be doing the things that we talk about or that we think about or that we wish we did in practice um, and talking about how we can make it possible how we can really align with work that truly matters so it is very experiential it is all about experience it is all about the being and the doing and the becoming and the belonging it is about connecting it is about being part of a community it is about doing this together so get excited i am super pumped this is something that i have been dreaming of since before covid um and i feel like now's the right time i feel like we have this beautiful energy now that is raising and rising and bubbling up within us um and yeah I, I feel like in community in connection with each other we can create a safe space where we can explore uh, lots of different things together and really help us be the best occupational therapist that we can be so that is coming up the ot lifestyle movement retreat or um, it's a one day experience slash immersion slash I haven't named it yet, so stay tuned, um, but keep it on your radar. November this year, it will be in Australia, obviously, that's where I'm based, um, but I will share with you where it is and the date. Um, but yeah, all right, let's dive into it, guys. Welcome to the OT Lifestyle Movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT Lifestyle Movement Podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, founder of otlifestylemovement.com and filmmaker of Finding Me in OT. Today, it's just you and me, baby. This is it. It's, uh, it's been a little while since I've jumped in here and done a solo episode, and I think it's about time. Now, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, I mean, there's so many different places I could go with this, and sometimes that stops me in my traps because I don't know exactly what I want to share because there's just so many things that I could share. Um, but what's landed with me this morning as I record this is that I wanted to speak more deeply into our work as occupational therapists and this idea of occupation and what it means to be an occupational therapist. Because what I have noticed over the last few months and even the last few years is that people in the profession do feel very disconnected to our title as an occupational therapist and even the word occupation. So uh, what, what I want to do in this episode is really reignite this flame for occupation, for what it is 
that we do and what it means to be an occupational therapist. Um, if I go through some of those bigger Facebook community OT groups, I've seen that many OTs feel like people in the community don't understand what it is we do. And there's been conversations in there that people want to change our name from occupational therapist to something that might make more sense, like functional therapist or activity therapist, opportunity therapist or participation specialist. They were some of the titles that were suggested by occupational therapy practitioners who feel frustrated that the community doesn't understand what it is that we do. And this is because they may never have heard of us before or that they confuse our title with, um, with the understanding that occupation means work and we help people return to work, which of course we can do, but our role and our scope and our heart is so much bigger than that. So it, the thing that I find is it's really a catch 22, right? We don't talk about occupation because people don't know what it means and people don't know what it means because we don't talk about it. So we get in this cycle of not talking about it. People don't understand what it means and it just kind of keeps going on. But for me, I love, I love the word occupation. I've, I've grown to love it and what it is that we do as occupational therapists. Occupation is unique to us. It is the cornerstone to our practice and occupations are really the pulse of our profession. That's how I like to describe it. They are central. They are the essence to what it is that we do, what it is that we look for, what it is that we assess and how we help people engage with life. Um, so occupations refer to anything a person does that occupies their time. And we know this can be anything from toileting to brushing your teeth to gardening to plucking your eyebrows to driving to work literally anything that you do in your day, it could be playing soccer for world class, you know, like literally anything. And we know that occupations are, they're subjectively experienced. So how I participate and the meaning that I derive from a particular occupation is going to be very different to the meaning that you derive from exactly the same occupation. We know that occupations are culturally embedded. So that means that we take into account the environment that the occupation occurs in. So the people that may be involved in this occupation, we take into account. So that's like the social environment. We take into account the physical environment, like where it's occurring. It, it, occupations have a particular place and time. Um, you know, so that it's a much deeper look uh, than say, for example, activity. Um, and I think this is where some of the confusion comes in as well. We start to overlook the word occupation and we 
try and make it simple for everyone else to understand what it is we do by replacing the word occupation with activity or task or function. And when we, di when we do this, we actually dilute the word and the meaning behind occupation. And this does nothing to raise our profile as occupational therapists. It, it means we're hiding behind these other words. And it means that people will never know what we do if we don't start using the word occupation. Uh, and, and I wanted to bring this to you as, as a question, as a challenge, as something that maybe we can strive towards as occupational therapists and occupational therapy practitioners is to let's start using the word occupation more in our everyday interactions with the people that we're working with. You know, we could say, I noticed that B Billy's favorite occupation is playing with trains. What occupations is Mia having challenges with at the moment? And of course, always at the start of every new client relationship, I always describe what occupation means. I usually actually say it on the initial phone call when people call me up inquiring about occupational therapy for their child or for a loved one or even for themselves. I ask them if they understand what it is that we do as occupational therapists. And most of them are very honest and they say no. And then I discuss what it is that we do and what occupation means. And I think that's a big part of it is explaining what occupation means because, um, because it's so broad and our scope is so incredibly vast. We need to be able to describe it in terms of the the practice setting or the practice area that we're working in and how it relates to this person that may be inquiring um, about how we can help with their life so yeah talking about it more with the people that we work with even in our reports i feel like if we if we go into our our reports and, and you know that um that function where you can replace words if we click on that and we type in activity or task or function, and we see how many times this is in our typical report, can we go in and then hit replace and change it with occupation? Does it still make sense? And is it better that we start using this terminology in our reports so people do start understanding what it is we do? And we're, we're not hiding behind these other terms and again diluting the the importance and understanding of our work as occupational therapists so in a report we could also look at the different headings that we're using maybe we could use a heading occupational profile or occupational history you know at the start of the report we can write occupational history and write this person's history instead of background information, for example. Embrace occupation, embrace the profession, embrace your role as an occupational therapist and the opportunity and the privilege that you have to listen and learn to another person's narrative and their life story. Um, start using the word occupation 
everywhere you go, not just in your work practices and in your report writing, but when you're out with your mates on the weekend, you know, instead of saying whatever hobby or activity, you know, talk about your occupation, just throw it in there, (laughs) see what comes up, like honestly, um, because your mates probably don't even know what you do as an occupational therapist. And maybe that might be just the little ignition that might spark a conversation where you have um, a beautiful unfolding uh, conversation around what it is that you do and how you help people. You just never know what's going to transpire. So um, I'll leave you with that. I'll talk to you soon. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope it inspires you to take action. If you did enjoy this episode, please share it with your OT besties. And if it feels aligned, give a five-star review on the podcast platform that you're listening on because it really helps us connect with more OTs. If you hang out over on Instagram, come over and say hi. You'll find me at Rhiannon Crisp. We also have a Facebook family that you can come and join and you can find us simply by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. Carpe diem, guys.